0: Recently there have been a number of deaths in the circles I inhabit and more than one person has asked me what happens when I die. The Bible is not silent on this topic. Let me state what it says and what it does not say. According to the Bible at the end of history there will be a final judgment. In Revelation 20 it says the dead are raised, judged, and cast into the lake of fire. This is the final destiny of those who are not trusting in Christ for salvation. In 1 Thessalonians 4, the apostle Paul refers to those who are dead in Christ. Their bodies will be raised when Christ returns and they will be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. They will then live forever with the Lord. In 1 Corinthians 15, Paul says that the believers will be given a new resurrection body. Paul says it will be an immortal, imperishable body. Then he chides death. Where is your victory, he asks. No, Christ has defeated the greatest enemy, death. In 2 Corinthians 5, Paul says that believers will face a judgment of sorts. But it will be a different kind of judgment faced by unbelievers. It will be a judgment seat of reward. This is the Bible's description of the end of time. But what happens between now and then? When I die, where do I go right now. Over the years theologians have called this the intermediate state, the disposition of the souls of men between their death and final judgment. The most important passage on the immediate state is found in Luke 16. There Jesus gives the story of the rich man and Lazarus. In this account both die. Lazarus, the poor beggar, is carried by the angels into a heaven-like place Called the bosom of Abraham. The rich man goes to a place of conscious torment called Hades. The rich man calls out to Abraham and asks him to dip his finger in cool water and give him just a taste. But Abraham says that cannot be done. There's a gulf fixed between us and it cannot be bridged. There are several conclusions that we can come to when we read this account. For one, when people die, they go to a heaven-like place or a hell-like place. Also, they go there immediately. There is no time lapse between death and when you find yourself in one place or the other. And finally, once you are there, your situation is fixed. It's permanent. All decisions about the hereafter are made here in this life. To summarize, when an unbeliever dies, his soul goes into a place of suffering, When a believer dies, his soul goes into a place of joy. Then at the end of time, body and soul are reunited and go to their eternal destiny. There are a couple of questions we should consider here. A small number of people who consider themselves Christians have over the years taught a doctrine called soul sleep. They say there is no separation of body and soul, but at death a person merely goes into an unconscious state and awaits final judgment. There are a number of verses that say the dead sleep, but there are many passages that suggest a separation of soul and body upon death. Jesus, quoting Psalm 31, said on the cross, into your hands I commit my spirit, strongly suggesting that his spirit and body would be separated when he died. He told the thief on the cross in Luke 23 that that very day he would be with Jesus in paradise. The Apostle Paul said in Philippians 1, that if he were to die, he would immediately be with Christ. Then there is the interesting case of the Transfiguration. You find accounts of it in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Jesus took Peter, James, and John up on a mountain to pray, and there he was spectacularly transformed into a heavenly being. During this glorious episode, Jesus is seen talking with Moses and Elijah. We can understand how Elijah could be there since he never died, but was carried to heaven in a chariot of fire. But what was Moses doing there? In Deuteronomy 34, Moses dies and is buried. Yet here he is on the Mount of Transfiguration. The only way he could be there is if in some sense his spirit continued to live on after his death. And one other question we should consider, The Roman Catholic Church teaches that when you die, even if you are a justified Christian, you are still not worthy to enter heaven. So you need to be purged of your remaining sins in a place called purgatory or purgatory. Many Catholic teachers whom I respect have believed this, but I find no biblical warrant for it. You can go online and read the verses the Catholics use to defend this doctrine, but they seem mighty weak to me. 1 John 1, 9, And many other verses say that Jesus cleanses us from all sin. When we die, he has paid it all. There is nothing left to atone for. Hopefully this will be helpful to you. I pray that the God who has conquered death and given us the hope of eternal life will this day bless you in a mighty way.